I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And you're listening to Think to the Brink. Where best go for opinions? The mum's neck. Can, can Jesus choose which wine he turns it into? There needs to be some middle ground between a full stop and an exclamation point. Your taste buds are amazed. So it's basically like a glorified textbook writer. Is there any person in the world that is more of a yes man than Mr. Samir? Welcome to Think to the Brink. You might be able to see the excitement in my voice or even hear it um, because at long last we're doing an episode that I've wanted to do for, well, would you say since the beginning? Um, yeah, early on you've you've always talked about this and I don't think I shot it down. I think I always kept it on the table. We were always a bit like, well, you know, is it going to be too broad? Is there... But I've realised, well, now it perfectly coincides because when this episode's released, it's going to be either the day of or the day after the World Chess Championships, which, as we're recording, are currently um, taking place in London. Karuna versus Carlson. Um, and, yeah, so this podcast is on... Chess. And crucially, Alex will be educating me. I've educated, yeah. I've educated you twice, The Undertaker and Yoda. Yoda, two very different but also very similar characters in, in many ways. Yeah. And um, the character of chess is in a in a way similar in that it um wise. Yeah, long, longevity. Yeah. Um it tramples all that try and overcome it with other games. Um it's got it's very yeah. Yeah, as you said. So, actually, interesting. I'm just going to start straight off. I'll be asking a lot of the questions yeah. this episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm prepared. As the educated. Uh, you initially said um, other games that try and come along and trumpet. Uh, would you say that chess is a game or a sport? Because there is a bit of debate, isn't there? Well, yeah. So, um, I recently read a book called Deep Thinking by Gary Kasparov. But I should have brought the book because he has a, a chapter that starts with like a... Chess is one of the most interesting sports. And no, I won't get drawn into petty arguments about whether chess is a game or a sport and then proceeds for the next three, four pages to talk about it being a sport. The Olympics, it's not recognised in the Olympics because they define it as having to um, have some sort of physical exertion. Yeah. Um, Whereas chess is more of a mental exertion, well, would you say? although Gary attests that um, if you saw some of the grandmasters sweating over the board, you maybe would think again. Okay. But yeah, it is more of a mental thing. But... I think it, it, it's got all, all of the other hallmarks of a sport. It's got well-organised competitions. Um, there's the, the same things about preparation and the sort of, the sort so, of so training the be- that people do. Beauty competitions have the same thing. That's not a sport. Uh, Pageants. Uh, well-organised competitions. No, I feel like... Because beauty competition... I feel chess is so complex in the same yeah. way that a sport... Um, and yeah, you have teams as well. You have chess Olympiads. Yeah, but I, so you have national teams that are competing in this sport. Yeah, but you have debating teams as well. Debating is definitely not a sport. I mean, well, I, I think I've, I've there's heard, a winner and a loser. There's yeah. a winner and a loser in debate, but it's clear cut in chess. It is Whereas in beauty in, pageant, in, it's subjective. In competitive debates, there's still a winner and a loser. Uh, yes, I but guess it's, it is still it is subjective. subjective whereas subjective. the win of chess, you know, there's no luck in chess. It's like poker isn't a sport because there is luck. Okay. Whereas uh, well, there's, the luck boards, in, there's luck in sport. There's there's luck in football. There's luck in all. Well, sports. then maybe they shouldn't be sports. Okay. So the, <laughs> so basically, chess is the only sport. Well, it's the it's the purest form, form of, of sport. Okay. Because I always I think I think we talked about this on maybe Monopoly or Words with Friends episode. But there's an unofficial definition of a sport that it's something that you can't do with a beer in one hand, which disqualifies darts from being a sport because you can throw a dart with a beer in one hand. Often done at pubs. You can throw you country. can throw a javelin with a beer in a hand. 
No, you can. Well, you, you could. You don't, yeah, but you wouldn't without be very spilling well. it. No, I mean, okay, uh, without spilling it and also without impacting your performance, I think you would probably not throw the javelin this far with a beer in one hand. Well, you, it would absolutely impact your performance having a beer with a chess. What are you talking about? The effect of the oh, alcohol oh, on the your alcohol. brain? Oh, okay. No, 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 not, not so in just terms a pint of glass of liquid. Just, you can hop. Yeah, it doesn't have to be beer. That's an example. Yeah. But you could definitely play chess with a beer in one hand. I don't it know. wouldn't impact your performance, nor would it, because it's a mental thing, and I think sport, there's always... Physical exertion, I think, is, is a good... Anyway, let's quote, to quote Kasparov, let's not get dragged into let's it. And no, he won't get dragged into it, but often people do. Um, yeah, because we just played a game of chess. Do you have any uh, questions about... The, yeah, we, we played three, three games. Three games. I was beaten convincingly in all three of them, <laughs> but then... We should probably talk about you and your background in the chess world because you oh, had yeah. a chess coach when you were younger, didn't you? I did, yeah. So I, uh, so I started playing chess when I was about seven. Wow. And I, my, my career really was from when I was seven to 11. Okay, well, um, competitive career. Oh, yeah. So I... Uh, who, who took the leap? Was it something that you went after or did your parents uh, I say, don't oh, know. I think, no, he, I I think just, young Alex would quite like chess. I don't know. I just... Uh, no, I think my dad taught me. Yeah. And then he stopped wanting to play me when I could beat him. How old were you? Um, no, I couldn't beat it until I was about nine or ten. <laughs> so... <laughs> kind of like Mozart. <laughs> no, because then... I remember my dad taught me as well, and I would play him and play him and play him and play him, and I, I remember quite vividly, actually, the move of which I finally beat him. Really? But I don't think I was nine or ten. Maybe, man, man. You're I'm... not the worst player in the world as well. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so I played that, That's and then our school, <laughs> our school, the headmaster was really into it, so we um, played... It was called EPSCA, the English Primary School Chess Association. Oh, and he was um, a member, was he? No, no, no. So we entered, okay. and have I told you this, where they hold the semi-finals? No. Pontins. So oh, they rent okay. out a huge hall in Pontins. For the regional ones, it was Pontins Breen Sands. Okay, yeah. Um, Pontins is a bit like Butlins. It, Pontins is a low market, uh, like, yeah. A low market. Low butlins. market Butlins. Um, but Sorry, it was okay. quite nice, you could... You could play well at this point, so we were playing 40 minutes each. Yeah. So um, that would still be classified in real chess as rapid play. Yeah. <laughs> um, but quite long games. Yeah. But then if you came out, um, you wouldn't have to use all your time, obviously. If you came out, you could then go go-karting. Okay, so, right. was, so, so it's quite nice. So if you but win anyway, your game quickly, there's a world of possibilities. Well, exactly. Sometimes you were like, if I resign, I can get to rock climbing at two. Oh, okay. Um, so it was very much teaching you prioritising and whether you really, like cutting... Um, Sorting the men from the boys. Yeah. Um, there were some how old were these female people. How old were they? Between 7 and 11. Okay, so it's right. primary school. Yeah. Um, so I did, we did that and we got through to the semi-finals the first two years, but no further. And then in when I was in year five, um, we... So 10. Yeah, so there were about five of these semi-finals going yeah. on. And then the top two or three teams go through to the national finals, okay. which we got through to in year five. Yeah. So we went off to Norfolk. Pontins. <laughs> and, and you were from Bath. That's quite a trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Breen Sands is quite near. Yeah. We came sixth in the country that year. Out of how many, how many were so in the final? So there were 12 in the final. Okay, so... And then I think... The ne and then the next year, we got through to the final again, but with a slightly weaker team, and we came seventh. Okay. Did you cry when you lost? Is there any, any um, stories of you throwing tantrums? Oh, yeah. I mean, like... You um, cried when you lost. Yeah, frustration mainly. Yeah. I, re I remember seeing other people cry. I remember we always had a shout out, he won't be listening, he might be listening, Sam Edel Smith, who yeah. was board five, because he were <laughs> sorted into six boards. Yeah. Yeah. The first five boards, and, and, and basically you'd play another team, and then your score, you know, you could have 
three and a half, one and a half. Yeah. But wait, that doesn't add up to six because board six was a reserve. Okay. So most other teams had their sixth best player, but their games never counted. It was only if one of the five were ill. Well, what's the point of being we on the would team? just We would just have someone who was like really a B-team player. Yeah. Because um, we had ABCs. Um, okay. And you were, a, you were in the A's. Yeah, in the A-team. Yeah. Um, a B-team player, but who... Or, or even a C, because the B-team players we'd want on the B-team. Yeah. Um, a C-team player, just for the experience. <laughs> and they would... To, like, lose. groom, like, a, almost like an apprentice. Well, yeah, but they would lose every single match. Yeah. <laughs> like, because they were playing against everyone else's sixth best player. Yeah. Okay. Whereas our sixth best player was board one for the B-team. Oh, okay, so... I so see, it's one so to you, five, so one is the... So you didn't put your, you didn't waste your sixth best player. I see what I, no. That's quite That's quite good. What team do you think I would have been in? Well, your school team. Oh, the A's or the B's? In your, in your, in your oh, school, You might have been board 4 B team. Okay, so... Well, <laughs> so not, not bad. Because we did have chess club at school, yeah. and, like, I remember we, it was something that would be played at wet break, so I played it quite a lot, but never really competitive. We had house championships. Well, I mean, we also, um, alongside that, was my county career. Oh. Uh, <laughs> because uh, I was... Uh, so in year six, yeah. I got into Somerset County chess. Okay. Is um, there an audition process? No, or? so you do, you do these Grand Prix, which are, like basically tournaments yeah and um if you're if you're doing well in the tournaments you then can play for Somerset when they do yeah so um so that year due to a couple of other people at my school actually they didn't go to a couple of the tournaments I was under 11 Somerset champion ah interesting which I dine off quite a lot so you were you board one a team Uh, no because this isn't the school competition no but sorry going back to the oh no so I was um I was board four oh. in year five and then board three because we had Angus Plumley board one, Oliver Schofield board two, and both of them played for England. Okay. Um, and I went. That's quite amazing. <laughs> like, how many people were at your school? Yeah, not that many. Our headmaster was really into chess. Okay, so he, and, he fostered it. A... And we had the UK chess challenge. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I just realised this is a, such a can of worms. The no, UK no, chess challenge it. has. Four, did you have it at your school? Maybe. Did I you don't have remember. the first? You have the first one at your school. Yeah. It's like three points for a win, one for a draw, none for a loss. And if you get over 15 points, there's like eight games. So yeah. I think you can score like, yeah, you can get 24. But if you get over 15, you get through to the mega final. Okay. And then um, if you go, if you score a certain amount at the mega final, you go through to the, the mega final. You go through to the giga final. Okay, I see what they've done. And uh, at the giga final was where... Is you there met a terror Nats. final? Yeah. There is, okay. Yeah, the te- so, but I never got through to it. Okay. So, I have met Nas, yeah. Yeah, Nas, me, um, Nas and I first met at the Giga final. We didn't go to the same school, and I convincingly beat him. And that's how your relationship grew, from chess? Well, no, because then, because it was in year six, and he was joining Kez in year seven. Okay. He was joining my school in year seven. But we first met over the board in the first match. Over the board, is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, I would say okay, over, over the board. board yeah. and, uh, but the Terra final was very... Um, tricky because um what how it was the uk chess challenge was for everyone from like age seven to 18 yeah um but when you got through to the terra final you weren't just in your own age group so suddenly these poor 11 year olds were playing 18 year olds well have you ever seen like a seven year old chess player yeah in the finals against 18 year well yeah because because certain amount like so the guy who was bored two in our school got through to the terra final yeah um but no one else because okay. no. it was like harder than because if you were playing for England as they were they were playing under 11 for England yeah so, so they don't play against people older than them but would no, you say that the, the older you are the better that you are yeah well yes 
I mean... Experience counts in chess, I guess. Well, yeah, because it's just the amount of positions you've seen. It's like learning a language. You've played a lot more games than me, so if I'd have played yeah. as much as you, who knows what the score would be. Well, yeah. And also, my final nugget, what did I... Chess one. Oh, yeah, so I, I did do an England trial. Did I say that? No, you didn't. No. Okay, so, so I you did. trial for England. Okay. But I didn't get in. But I, I did, did play in. for the Southwest. Okay, so that's good. But and you also have this... Um, Competition that you and your friends play once a year, don't you? The power rankings. The, yeah. So, <laughs> so, would you like to tell us what the power rankings? So the power rankings. This is now just my take. This on isn't. Chess. Yeah. This isn't really education on chess. It's just I want everyone to know <laughs> the level quite, that Alex is at. Quite extensive background. So um, the power rankings came out of some friends from school and um, me. Thought, wouldn't it be funny? End of year thirteen. This was so. So we'd kind of dropped off all the England stuff because. Um, the head of chess at the senior school was also the head of maths and he prioritised maths over chess. Oh, uh, Mum was not happy. But really? um, by the end of year 13, we graduated from our A-levels and we thought, you can probably tell what sort of social echelon we were at school, we thought, yeah. well, it'll be really funny. Lower middle. Go back to the school library in our sixth form suits and play a chess tournament. Yeah. Really funny. See if they notice. I don't think they really, they thought it was a bit weird. Um, not the people. So the people, first we had like about 10 people. Yeah. And every year, it was Chris and the power rankings won. Um, I did win. Um, and then every year we've met up. So for the first four years, it was back in Bath, first five years, and then we've done the last two in London. Okay. Um, and when is it held? Is it uh, it's, flexible it's day? It's normally autumn. Autumn. Well, it started off being in the summer because we'd all be back for the summer holidays, but now yeah. it's getting pushed. This year it was in October. Oh, Jesus. So, um, but... Uh, <laughs> But no, it's it's and and a different personal. We had a a streak of Max winning for three years yeah. on the trot, but uh, the title is in my hands again. You won now. it, didn't you? But the first time. first time outright since the first tournament, so. which was how long ago again? Seven years. Seven years. Well, so good, yeah, six years. And um, did you ever consider a career as a pro chess player? No. Why not? Is um, it financially viable? Do people make a living from it, or do they? Part yeah, from? yeah, yeah. Well, well. So they're so tying in with the world championship match at the moment. The World chess champion Magnus Carlsen, who's Norwegian, also models for GQ. Okay. But I think because so he's good looking. Tournament, he's yeah, I'll show you a picture. He's got kind of a rugged. Yeah, not bad. Sort of boy next door look. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, and quite brutish. Yeah. <laughs> In certain angles. Well, that's a, that's, not there he that's is. a compliment. Yeah, yeah. He's young. He's sort of like an overgrown schoolboy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I probably because also now with chess computers, people are becoming grandmasters. So you have ratings. Yeah, let's talk about the rating system. <clears throat> so, uh, so yeah, you have a, and if you play online, so chess.com is a big uh, community where lots of people play online. Yeah. Chess.com. Chess.com. Yeah. Very imaginative. They got in that early. They, they, I was going to say that's. I'm sure that was very <laughs> coveted domain name. Um, and it's where so lots of people you can play people on different time scales as. And your rating is put against their rating. So you normally don't search for someone more, like, way away from yours, higher or lower. And then if you beat them, your rating goes up, goes up more if they're higher than you. So it's basically like a chess ladder system. Um, So to be a grandmaster, I think you have to be 2,600. Okay. Which is about 1,000 above where I am now. Okay. So will you ever become a grandmaster? No. No. Okay. Probably not. Well, because they, they get... Sad. But people become grandmasters now, like, age 11. Yeah. Like, because of computers, because people can just look at more games and analyse their own games yeah. and use their chess computers, they can become better younger. And is that a title that you can use in society? Like, so, like, when you fill in forms and stuff instead of Mr. Mr. Well, yeah, so you have grandmaster... You can put grandmaster... <laughs> I don't think so, because it comes before your name. 
GM. But you've got Grandmaster as the highest, then International Master, then FIDE Master, because FIDE is the um, body. It stands for Federation Internationale des Echecs. Which is French for International Federation of Chess. Are you going to ever become a FIDE master? No, I don't like you because also the only way to get your grade up is to play in tournaments. Okay. And often I have rehearsals. Yeah. So, because <laughs> like theatre. Yeah, this is the, the the eternal. So you made a very conscious choice between theatre and chess, and you chose. Well, it was more made by Mr. Middlebrough, the maths teacher. <laughs> you chose the boards rather than the board. The board. <laughs> very good. Kind of works. No, I think it does. Um, um, so yeah, tell me about Mr. Middlebrook. Um, <laughs> Mr. Middlebrough. Middlebrough. So smelt like. <laughs> sm- sorry. <laughs> Interesting. Spelt like Middlesbrough, but he was like, no, it's bruff. Oh, he so oh so Mr. Middlesbrough, and he wanted to be called Mr. Differentiate himself. So there's um, a lot of I can sense I mean, a lot vague, of animosity there. He was a very good mathematician. Well, yeah. But, um, he's not really relevant to chess. No, but I'm curious. I just want to know the back the background. Uh, he well, he just he was just head of maths at the senior school. But he, he he hated chess. We didn't hate it. I just think he didn't have time for it because we were like, oh, we've got some players coming in who are of England standard. Can you set up a chess club? No, and he was like, no, I'm doing further maths. Oh, he wouldn't well, set up a chess club. Well, could you set one up, or did there have to be a teacher involved? I think he was like, no, because I think there had to be supervision. Okay. So this turned into a tragic. Maybe this should be called Mister Middlebrough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, and he was like, I don't have any lunch times. We were like, well, we'll just find some boards. What do you mean? And actually, eventually we did, but you know, having that driving force and also to enter us into competitions. Yeah. Because we're only eleven yeah. <laughs> at that point. Okay. Yeah. So we know nothing. You need of some kind of centralized chess. authority. Um, and um, what did you get in maths? Well, I'd, A level, I got an A. GCSE, I got an A star. Okay, that's good. So he, he did have a good. Impact I, he he didn't teach right. me. Oh, oh right. he taught me a little bit up to GCSE. He taught me. He taught you a lot he about. Taught you. <laughs> <laughs> he taught you a lot about rejection and not always getting what you want, then. Yeah, um, which I guess have been useful in my quests on the board. So would you say you peaked at your chess career? Peaked at the age oh, of yeah. eleven? You oh yeah, said yeah, that, yeah. Peaked when I was handed that. Um, it was like a marble tablet saying under 11 Somerset champion. Okay. And do you still have that? Yes. Uh, it might have been that sort of thing where you have to give it back the next year. Okay. So Is that the, the proudest have it. your parents have ever been of you? Um, they haven't... Because you said I, your mum. You said your mum was very um, unhappy about Mr. Middlesbrough's <laughs> decision making. I, I wonder what you were going to say then. <laughs> very unhappy with the way your life has... <laughs> My mum's a chess prodigy. I probably should Is she? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it could have. It could be. It could be. Um, no, I think. Well, they were. Um, to be fair, they drove me all over the county to play so, chess. To play chess, yeah, yeah. There definitely is a sitcom in here somewhere. I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, some of the some of the people you meet and like because there are far fewer um, girls doing it. And I I remember playing one girl in this school competition. We took our A team. We took our A, B, and C team, and we won. 18 nil okay. of all the well no we just took 18 players I think yeah. and we beat them all but I remember I was playing this girl and I was beating her but only marginally and she started to kick me under the table really? yeah flirting? Uh, well, how old? I still don't know 11 you still don't know Maybe. I still don't know if that I, girl is listening yeah yeah, I also met a girl. Yeah, it seems to be all the stories with the girl. I met a girl and I really recognised her. And she'd been on Dick and Dom in the bungalow. Well, while playing chess. Well, no, uh, evidently not. No, no, sorry, you, sorry, you I met her while playing chess. I recognised her, her across chess. the board, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then 
I was like, I really recognise her. And I, I didn't ask her, but I was just watching Dick and Dom and I was like, oh my That's god. Her. And it was like two weeks before. So obviously she'd been in the bungalow. Yeah. Um, like they'd recorded it before, because otherwise it would have clashed with the tournament. And it didn't come up in conversation. Uh, so you don't really have conversation. Do you talk? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. That's one of my... No, so... Uh... So would you hold small talk with your opposition? If it was a girl that you liked, so you're 11, you've met met this girl, she's on, he's quite famous, she's Dick and Dom in the bundle, Dick and Dom in the bungalow, so she's got national exposure. Yeah. Would you kind of, you know, flirt, kick her under the table back, or...? Well, I'm gonna some of the words of my um, my chess coach Bob Baker. No relation to me. I'm just pointing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. not that I know of. Anyway, <laughs> chess is a quiet game. <laughs> he really? always used to say, "Chess is a quiet game." And he used game as well, not sport. Interestingly. Well, yeah, but he was he was an international master. Was he? Yeah, yeah. I think like, not a grandmaster. He might be a grandmaster by he, now. He was really good at bridge as well. So yeah, he used to run the chess club. Another thing he'd do is um, come around at the end of the chess club because it was only about an hour and a half. So some some of the games weren't over. Yeah. And he'd just come. He'd be like, "Okay, stop playing." And he'd just come around and he'd look at the board and he'd be like, "That's a win for white." I think you told. Yeah, I think you told. <laughs> That's the a story. win for black. And you were a little bit That's annoyed about his choices seeming a little bit arbitrary. Sometimes. Yeah, I think he, he did it. Yeah, because he was playing ahead, but sometimes he'd really pause because they'd be equal in material. Yeah. So he'd just be playing ahead, and or he'd look like positionally who was winning. Oh, so he was that good? He could. Oh yeah. And so you said, okay, I'm going to pick up on something that you said here. I'm going to take this interview. Yeah. Because it does feel like an interview in different yeah. directions. And you said the chess club was only an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, which means some games weren't finished. Four till five thirty. Okay, uh, I didn't really need to know the time, but thanks. Um, <laughs> so, what's the longest chess game you've ever been in? I've ever been in. Yeah, and what's the what's like the world record, and what's the, like the standard length? So, because um, ours lasted less than ten minutes. Yeah. So the, the England... three games, I think, it's like the whole three games. <laughs> so I the... think, so the games in the England trials for our age were about fifty minutes each. Oh yeah, because there is also a time limit as well. Yeah, so normally, so you'll have a chess clock. Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, two clock faces, and when you've played your move, you press it, which starts the opponent. So only one clock goes at a time. Yeah. And the last five minutes, there's a little flag, so you can see the flag going up, and when it goes past, the flag will drop, and then you've lost the game. And it, yeah, so if you run out of time, you you have to space out your moves over the course of... Yeah, normally you'll lose. Like, if um, there's not enough material for the opponent to win, you can claim a draw. Okay. Um... But yeah, so um, the longest game I've played was probably close to that 50 minutes each, so about an hour and 40. Oh, right. Um, well, I mean, also, I've played a bit of correspondence stuff, which is like, uh, I, I think I, it was my friend's dad on holiday. He was like, oh, he played chess, and we started a correspondence game, which is where you post the moves or you email the moves. So you have a few days to think about them. Okay, that doesn't count. We never finished that game. Um, um, the longest game ever I just looked this up actually um, I can imagine it was weak well the longest game possible is 5,949 moves really? and the longest game lasted 269 moves and ended in a draw but surely you can it can be unlimited because you could just keep moving your knights up and down and well no if you repeat the um, if you repeat a position three times that's a draw three times? yeah so if you go it's called um, yeah stalemate yeah. No, so stalemate is when the king can't move, make, make, make a move. Um, it's by perpetual... Well, but it, often it's perpetual check. So yeah. you force... If you're losing, yeah. but you can make the person make the same three moves, it then becomes a draw. In and out of check, yeah. So I imagine that all the moves is because you would then be repeating a position. Like, if you repeat a position at all, it can count as one. So, so okay, so if, like, we were playing and I moved my knight out 
then you moved your knight out, then I moved mine back, then you moved it. That would be a draw in three moves. No, in six moves. Six moves. So we would because we'd have, we'd have that position, that or five moves because yeah. then we would have had the two knights position. But what if you do it? What if you do it alternately? So you move one knight, then you move the other one, then you move one knight back. Well, eventually there'll be, and also this isn't like there isn't, there that, isn't someone there watching, being like, "That's a draw now." It's normally the players are like, "Would you like a draw?" Yeah, okay. you're allowed to offer a draw as well. Yeah, but as they they were saying in the world uh, championship analysis, because lots of games at that level end in draws because it's like no one can beat anyone else. Yeah, because they're so high level um, that um, they you're not allowed to offer a draw until like the thirtieth or fortieth move. Okay. Because people pay, I looked it up, it's 350 quid to go watch a game. Really? On this World Championship. Yeah. That's insane. I know. Because you think, like... That's well, more than, like... I guess because it's such football, a Football, wrestling... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, theater. like... The That's World more Champ- than Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> more than Hamilton? Um, yeah. I'm just trying to find the world... 350 quid. Who is paying that to go and watch chess? Because I was... With due respect, I, you know, I, I wouldn't have said it would be the best spectator sport. Oh, so there's also another rule, a 50-move rule, Yeah. which is if a piece isn't captured within 50 moves, it's a draw. But that only applies if it's the king at the end, right? Well, no. So, like, so if, you know, for example, someone has a king and then the other person has a king and a pawn, they've only got 50 moves to win. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a draw. As in, a piece has to be captured within 50 moves. Does that only the king? Well, what, about the, what about a pawn? Not anything. But then that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does. But How many if, games do you know where no pieces are captured for 50 minutes? Oh, a, a piece. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Oh, any piece. Okay. Um, just say this longest game, that... I thought you meant like, that queen needs to be caught with him. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Um, the longest game, which was 269 moves, took 20 hours and wow. 15 minutes to complete a drawn game. Should I teach you your chess ABC? Yeah, okay. So, um, okay, you can guess. So these are... Things you do every chess game in the opening, and it starts A, so A would be like avocado, but so the first word is A. Okay, what do you have to do first in a chess game? Advance. No. Always control the centre. Okay. Always control the centre, the four, the four squares at the centre. B. Be brave. Bring out your pieces. Bring out your pieces. By pieces, that means knights and bishops, not rooks and queens. Which is in our game, because if you bring your queen out too early, it's vulnerable to attack. It's, it is the most powerful piece. Yeah. But also, it's the, one of the most vulnerable ones, apart from the king. Okay. C. Cover all bases. Good, but uh, not correct. Castle, as soon as it's safe to do so. Okay. So, swap your king for your castle. Well, guys, move them around. Yeah, I I, mean, I know what it is. I know I know what it is. Just not... move around a bit. No, castling is a defensive move that was brought in because um, too many games were finishing too quickly because the king wasn't safe enough. Okay. Basically, so... moves the king to the side. But of the it board. also kind of makes the king slightly more vulnerable if you get in behind. I don't want to comment on that. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, so that's your ABC and that all. Uh, you've got you know you've got your opening, your middle game, your end game. Yeah. No. No? No. So the opening, um, yeah, there's a quite a nice cross-reference to machine chess. Machines think differently to um, humans when it comes to chess. Yeah. Because opening is the same. Opening, you have your book, which is basically, most people have memorised loads of combinations. Yeah. Because with, che- with chess, like, 
it's something like 10 moves in, you've got billions of possible positions. Yeah. So, But if you know the way it's going, people have analysed the best one yeah. up to, sometimes like move 20, 25. What's your best, what's your favourite opening combo? So it depends, as white, yeah. I play um, E4, mm-hmm. as, as did American World Champion Bobby Fischer. And uh, I often play the Scotch game. Yeah, it was. Um, but like d- to give us a little... I, uh, the Scotch game is e4, e5, knight f3, knight c6, d4. Okay. The first three games. But I used to play the King's Indian attack. Okay. Which is a, with a Fianchetto bishop, which is when you move your bishop on the flank okay. uh, from the Italian. Fianchetto is probably the correct terminology. As black, it really depends if I'm, at what the white person does. I'll either play the reverse, uh, the reverse Sicilian. Um, What's the, the reverse Sicilian? Well, so the Sicilian is... E4, C5. Yeah. And it's C4, E5. Okay. So it's the pawns, but for the opposite colours. Um, against D4, I'll play the King's Indian defence. Against E4, I'll play the Caro Can defence. And against Bird's opening, I'll play the From Gambit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so many more questions, probably that we don't have time. What's the From Gambit? The From Gambit is. A... <laughs> you actually played it against me. Did I? <laughs> yeah, by mistake. <laughs> So, but <laughs> so did you immediately recognise? Oh, he's playing the, playing the from gambit. Oh, yeah. Well, also I assumed you didn't know what you were doing. No, you played half of it because it's when. Um, <laughs> so I have to show you afterwards. But when when someone plays f four, yeah, um, and you played you you sacrificed a pawn on the second move, but I think it was just an error because you didn't <laughs> notice what I'd done. Okay, fine. Um, but from from gambit is great because who, who's from? What's um, it from? I don't know. Very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know actually, okay, but you've got you've got all sorts. You've got this, the Scandinavian defence, the yeah. Sicilian. Lots of people play counter attacking. Yeah. Nimzovic. Lots of them are, they're either named after players or like um, the place you've got like the French defence, the English opening, um, like all of those. And it originated in India, didn't it? Italian game. Um, yeah, so it comes from the apparently checkmate comes from the Persian shamat, which means the king is dead. Oh, interesting. That. Um, but yeah, I feel like... So yeah, and he, he, in the Gupta Empire, an early form, and then it went to Persia. And then and the modern game, around 1200. So it's been, it's been around for a long, long time. And Italy and, Italy and Spain were where it was modernified. I should know this because there's a song modernified. in... Modernified. Modernised. <laughs> there's a song in... Have you heard of Chester Musical? Yes. Yeah, so it was just in London. So You, you know, directed it, didn't you? No. No. <laughs> That was debris. That was debris. No, no, no. Oh, you did um, check your hair, mate. Check. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think we'd ever talk about that on the podcast. What are you doing to give it a little You wrote a play about chess. I wrote a play about chess set and a hairdresser's. Called Check Your Hair, Mate. Yeah. I co-wrote it, I should say. I would say check it out, but it's not available, is it? No. No, no. It's, it died a death, unfortunately. <laughs> Have you we, still got the script? Yeah. I've got I it on to read it. Yeah. Uh, we can make it over it, maybe. But, um, <laughs> play it out. <laughs> it is... Silly. So, what are your favourite pieces? Uh, <laughs> wait, I was halfway through. Sorry, yeah, no. Yeah, right. no. Um, Benny and Bjorn did the music and lyrics, as in ABBA. ABBA, did yeah. The Chester musical. Oh, okay. And uh, Elaine Page was in the original Alexandra Burke in the one. That Elaine was Page recently. from Juno. No, that's no. That's Ellen Page. Ellen Page. <laughs> that's close. Uh, my favourite piece is I think the knight. Interesting. Why? Some people call it the horse. They're incorrect. Yeah. Some people call rooks the castle. They're also incorrect. Then why is it called castling? Not rooking. <sighs> because the king's involved. So? 
because he's the king of the castle. I see. So he's, he's, he's making he's, it more secure. Making, okay, fine. Um, the knight, so. because um, of the tactical opportunities with how it plays. And also, um, I think humans... Um, no, not machines. Humans find it harder to um, visualise... Where the knight can go. Yeah. As Yeah. Because it's not in well, that makes in a sense. Line. It's not linear, yeah. Um, so if you had to sacrifice one piece on the board, what would you sacrifice every time? Pawn. Correct. <laughs> you know all the. You know all the. Um, do you know the scoring for? Material? Yeah, but no, but I, I know what it is. So like, oh god. I know that they're worth a certain. Yeah, pawns one, bishop and knights three, rooks five, queens nine, and the king, as Bob Baker used to say, is invaluable. He used to he, he would ask at the top, he'd be like, How much is the king worth? And you'd be like, Zero? He'd be like, No. Ten? Ten? No. Unlimited? Yes. The king is invaluable. Yeah, because you can't lose the king. The game goes Interesting, would you say it's quite a feminist game, with being that the queen is the most powerful piece on the board? Um And the king is useless. Well, it's not useless, you know. Give me give me a king pawn situation. You'd be thankful for that king. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's a lowly pawn. Um yeah, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. also the king being the invaluable one is is entrenching. Yeah. If you had to invite one of the pieces to be in your group of friends, <laughs> which one would you pick? Still the knight, or uh, who do you think is probably the most pawn? Yeah, yeah, knows where it's at, but huge potential. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, and he doesn't he can't move very far, so you would no, be but also evading oh, you. You know what? What did you say in that game just then? I'm not liking your pawns. A string of pawns. Yeah, that's true. It, it, there's nothing more satisfying. Safety in numbers. There's nothing more satisfying than moving a pawn one square to get checkmate. Because it seems so small. You like to use your pawns quite a lot. I do, yeah. No, I like to string them along. How about you? Um, I like I like a good bishop. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your favourite? Do you know any world chess champions? Kasparov. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's good. Ones? Do you know, uh, have you heard of Boris? Bobby Fitch, Fisher. Fisher versus who did he play in the Cold War match? Well, it was in during the Cold War. Um, Khrushchev. No, Boris Spassky. <laughs> Sp- famously, Fisher won, even though Spassky was that's what chess. Well, so was he actually called Spassky? Yeah, Boris Spassky. Actually, is that a joke or no? <laughs> Who is? <laughs> Spassky. Yeah, no, not Spassky. No, right, sorry. Spassky. Spassky, okay. He was the 10th world champion. And was it for anything? Or um, was it like for Cold War supremacy? It was the championship match. Okay. Popular no- popularly known as the match of the century. It took place in Iceland, Reykjavik, at the height of the Cold War and consequently was seen as symbolic of political confrontation between the two superpowers. And Fisher won. Spassky accommodated many demands by Fisher, including moving the third game into a side room. Fisher was like... He... He, um, he played mind games. Yeah, but also when he won, he, he's really... They've done films on him and stuff. He um, basically died in... Ex- not in exile, like in... Um, but like hiding. He went into hiding. Wait, Bobby Fisher? Yeah. Why? Because uh, he was mental. Oh. <laughs> I think that's live. <laughs> what, from the Americans? Wait, no. Um, after winning the World Chess Championship, he refused, three years later, he refused to defend his title. And then he became reclusive and sometimes erratic, disappearing from competitive chess and the public eye. In 1992, he re-emerged to win an unofficial rematch against Spassky. So 20 years later. Wow. It was held in Yugoslavia, in the UN embassy. Oh, no, it was under a UN embargo. Interesting. But, yeah, no, so he's the one in that, and actually, Check Your Hair, mate, was based off, I told you this. The main plot point was that um, 
Bobby, a local fisher in the village. Oh, yeah. The fisher gets confused with Bobby Fisher. Okay, and then he so gets... so he gets played. So a world chess champion plays him because the world chess champion's just come in for a haircut. Oh, I see. Yeah. I like <laughs> so it. It's uh, silly. Quite silly. Do you, feel, do you feel like you know more about chess? Yeah, I definitely feel like I know more about chess. I feel educated. I feel I, I know more about you. Okay. And your psyche, which is always fun. I feel like um, we are definitely... I've been introduced to a whole new cast of characters from your past. It feels like a holiday because it's so long in the past. Yeah. Or it feels like a completely different life. Yeah. The chess life, it does to a certain so, extent. Yeah, so you retired at the age of... But you still play quite a lot. Age of 11, yeah. But and you not... play online against random people, don't you? Well, yeah, but they're always they're and... always real people because it's no fun playing a computer because it's calculating yeah. the amount of mistakes. And your housemates often hear you shouting in anger. I, would, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say often. I'd be like, sometimes I'm on my laptop and I just go, ah! And they're like, what? Is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, I just lost the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> on that note... Um, <laughs> Yeah, thank you for joining us. Hopefully you've learned something about chess. Hopefully you'd be intrigued to learn how to play or play a few more games yourself. Um, maybe we'll get some sponsorship from FIDE as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we promoted chess really well. Thanks for listening. Um, winter is well and truly underway. Yeah. December's coming. We've got a very special Christmas lineup for you. We've already oh, planned our Christmas special. There's a, there's a season theme and that season isn't winter. Exactly. <laughs> That's the clue we'll get. Oh, we're going to do clues, weren't we? Clues. So, so okay. Oh, yeah, we've got to go um, and do clues. The next one, uh, you can listen anywhere. Yeah. And anytime. Yeah. That's your clue? That's the clue. That's a very, very niche clue. I'd be yeah, surprised if anyone gets it from that. But I'd be happy if they did that. Um, no, very much so. Thank you for listening to Gandalf versus Dumbledore last week. Yeah. Um, hopefully everyone's seen The Curse of Grindelwald by now, if you are a Harry oh, Potter yeah. fan. We've got Otherwise known as the crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> why do I keep calling it the curse of Grindelwald? I don't know. <laughs> Cursed child. Cursed child, maybe that's why. Um, if you want to sample any other Harry Potter uh, episodes of Think to the Brink, we have a lot in our archives, which yeah. is available on our social media. Yeah, so you can find that and chat to us through Twitter, which is Think to the Brink with the number two. Facebook uh, is Think to the Brink with the T-O. And also our older archives are moving on to YouTube. If you search Think to the Brink, we will come up there. You can listen on Acast, Spotify, Podbean, Podknife. You know the drill. Thank you again and tune in again next week. But until next time... It's goodbye from me, Will Baker. And me, Alex Prescott. And in the meantime... Don't don't forget forget to overthink. overthink.